99 Jams Community Matters. Good morning, everybody. It's your girl, Super Cindy. And live in the studio, I have the organization, How We See It. From How We See It, I have the CEO, Jeff Rocker. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, everyone. And I also have Raven Allen, who is a marriage and family therapist. Good morning, Raven. Good morning. And I also have Jasmine Thibault. I hope I said that right. Um, who's a registered nurse. Good morning. And then I also have Chanella Opala. Oh, I knew I was going to mess that up. Opalobi? Opalobi. Opalobi. Very close. Great morning. <laughs> and she's a mental health therapist. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. So explain to me briefly what How We See It is. So How We See It is all about using different platforms to break the stigma behind therapy while promoting mental health um, coping skills to overcome mental health issues because we understand that if we don't talk about it, nobody else will. So we like to have that d- discussion and that dialogue with people in the community. You've been here before, Jeff, with yes. your organization. What made you start as the CEO? How we see it? What did something personally happen, or what made you? Were you sleeping one day and <laughs> popped your eyes open and be like, "I want an organization"? And what does the name mean to you? I mean, the way how we see it, what I want to do is to give a platform for minority mental health professionals and mental health as well as physical health professionals. Because what I realize is our voice is not being represented by our community by no stretch, no means as of right now. Because when you think about mental health, first thing that comes to mind for a lot of people, at least in the black community, is Dr. Phil. Mm-hmm. I don't know about most people in my community, but we don't relate to, well to Dr. Phil. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to show a different face, a di- different look about how mental health looks like and mental health professionals who give the support that they need. And what type of support do you give? And I like that a lot because a lot of us don't think about, we think about the people yes. having mental health issues, but we never think about the people who service the people. What? Because I've always, I've interviewed a few therapists and I'm like, how do you stay sane listening to issues and problems all day? And then I'm sure when you go home, you have your own things going on in your own life. As business professionals, one by one, how do you guys deal with your own thing? Are you guys in therapy or what, what do um, th- um, mental health professionals do? Well, I pray. Okay. <laughs> Pray, prayer works for me. So that's one of the things I use as a support system. Prayer, your family, your loved ones, but self-care is most important. Mm-hmm. For me, I love to work out. I stay fit. got to mm-hmm. stay fit. Okay. But, you know, I'm working out, prayer, yoga, meditation, these things do help. I know a lot of times we don't believe it helps, but we have to try it and do it consistently to actually see the effect of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what about you, um, Raven? Uh, the same uh, self-care. Um, I I like to meditate, mm-hmm. yoga, um, aromatherapy, mm-hmm. sage, crystals. I'm into everything holistic. Okay. Yeah. And what about you, Jasmine? The same thing as the others. I do pray a lot. I pray every morning and every night. I have my aromatherapy. And I just talk. Sometimes I even call some of my colleagues and I talk to them about different things. And they tell me because we don't don't all know every single thing. We have different ways of coping. So I'll call them sometimes and lean on them. Okay. And Chanello? Yes. um, To piggyback off of Jeff, I as well work out. That's my number one self-care that I do. I think it's important to also pray to and have that close relationship with God. But I also have my own therapist. And it's not to talk about my clients, but really just to make sure that I'm being as effective as possible in my personal life. You know, like the thing is, I'm I'm really glad that all of you said prayer, like Mm -hmm. high five to all of you. But like a lot of the times in the black community, when someone is going through depression or whatever issues that they have, like their (laughs) elders will be like, just pray to God. He'll take care of you. But I feel like you guys as being um, mental health professionals, 
it's a good thing that you have prayer first. But for the average person that didn't go to school mm-hmm. on how to deal with certain things, sometimes prayer is not the complete answer. Some right. people really do have mental health issues. What are your opinions about that? Now, I'm not a biblical person, but in the Bible, it does say that work without action is dead. So the Bible even tells you you have to put in the work for me for you to move forward with your life. So mm-hmm. people who talk about the Bible and talk about prayer, please re- recite the whole Bible and not mm-hmm. parts of the Bible. Okay. But of course, prayer, I think, is very helpful. I think, being, or being spiritual, as a matter of fact, sometimes mm-hmm. people think you have to be religious mm-hmm. to, to pray. No. You can be spiritual and know that, you know, there's a, a higher power mm-hmm. that can support you through tough times. But what do you guys feel about the people actually going through mental mental health issues and aren't used to, because of their culture, going to a mental health professional mm-hmm. and someone's telling them, well, go pray. It'll go away <laughs> or whatever. That's, the, that's what I'm really trying to focus okay. on because mm-hmm. all of you did say talk about prayer but you guys are mental health professionals so you're experienced and not to say you guys don't have problems and you have all the answers but you guys are more experienced you went to school to to know how to delegate and how to problem resolve I might mm-hmm. say my yes. right. so prayer might be work for you guys mm-hmm. but what about the average person that is going through hella things, mm-hmm. shootings outside their house, death of a child, this and that. And someone's like, you don't need to speak to a therapist, girl. Go to go pray to God. Mm-hmm. Like what like what do you guys feel about that whole idea of in our black community? They say that like you don't need therapy. You need God mm-hmm. type thing. Uh, I like that you asked that um, because I like to say that therapy is not one size fits all. Mm-hmm. You know, so prayer may work great for one person and not Mm -hmm. so well for the other Mm -hmm. so i believe you have to kind of test different things to see what works Mm -hmm. you know uh church is one great way Mm -hmm. uh journaling maybe Mm -hmm. you have to write it out you Mm -hmm. know because it's all inside Mm -hmm. try journaling try meditation try yoga deep breathing techniques there's so many different things that you can try and if it doesn't fit don't give up that's what i say you know try it out if it doesn't work try something else Okay, Raven, anybody else want to speak on that? I'll speak on it a little bit. The The rule much applies. Whenever you're starting something new, you always have to go back to assess to make sure it's actually working or mm-hmm. you're getting progress from it. So if you're trying prayer or if you're trying all these other things that Raven mentioned and it doesn't work, you have to be self-aware to know, okay, I tried this. This doesn't work. Maybe I'm still having depressive symptoms. I'm still feeling this way. So my next step is this. And I always say find an outlet. Find someone to talk to. Don't always go to that same person because you're hearing the one. Mm -hmm. You're hearing their one. You have to try other Mm -hmm. perspectives Mm -hmm. to get it to where at the end of the day, you're okay. You're healthy. You're happy. So if all those things in the beginning didn't work, then it's time to speak to a therapist. And therapy, therapist isn't isn't bad. They actually help. I'm totally high five pro therapy. Mm -hmm. Like I have a therapist that I go to. And the thing I feel is like, you know, I've had bad experiences going to a therapist that I didn't vibe with them or it wasn't good. And I switch. Like some people feel like if you go to one therapist's office, you got to stay there. No, you do not. One visit will tell (laughs) you if you guys are making a connection and they get you to help you and you'll absorb their help because Mm -hmm. you either get it or you don't but i definitely feel like therapy saves lives saves your brain Mm -hmm. because you want to speak to someone who doesn't have a personal interest Mm -hmm. with the opinion that they give you Mm -hmm. like girl you need to leave him he is no good for you girl girl you're my sister of course you want him to leave you know what i mean so like when you start 
expressing yourself. And another thing I feel too is like when you go to therapy, you have to be honest to your therapist, not be ashamed to tell them a story or something like that. Like me, my therapist could write a book. I mean, I'm open and honest because I really go there to get help and to get assessment of maybe I'm not seeing things the way I should be seeing and I need a different perspective. So tell me, this is like, I'm using you guys as my therapy. And so yesterday, (laughs) but no, I wanted, I have a question. So what are some of the things that how we see it does? What are some of the services? What do you guys do? You guys have meetings? Like, how does How We See It work? Okay, so we do a little bit of everything, I would say. So we do individual, family, and couples counseling because mm-hmm. we all know we all need therapy some way or with fashion. So we mm-hmm. do provide counseling on, on, on all different levels mm-hmm. as well as we do community outreach programs such as hip-hop therapy where we integrate music and mental health issues to for like using music as a catalyst for people understanding and learning about mental health issues, what they are, what it looks like, and how to overcome them. That's kind of cool. How do you use hip-hop music in that sense, like, what do you mean? Like, if I walked into the hip hop therapy, what am I? What should I expect? So we have a different ways that we take that approach. So one of the, so one of three ways that we do is that we use a celebrity's life, their mm-hmm. childhood experiences, and dissect it from issue to issue to show you what mental health is and what it looks like. Mm-hmm. So we use people, people like Michael Jackson, which we mm-hmm. all know he's been abused by his father, mm-hmm. and how he felt about his self esteem, how low it was. This, which mm-hmm. is why he went to drug use. Mm-hmm. Another thing that we do is that we provide the education, have kids recited back to us through hip hop, whether it be rapping, singing, dancing, or using art expression, to recite expression yeah. therapy. Mm-hmm. I love that. What other what other things do you guys do? So we also do a boot camp. You know, we start a boot camp once again, once yes. a week. And I know yes. Chi Chi, we'll talk um, more about so, it. So like you heard Jeff and I say, as far as um, our self-care, which is physical health as well as important as mental health. So what we want, we want to start a boot camp. We want to start it every weekend. Mm-hmm. I think it's very important that you know, when you look good, you feel good, Mm -hmm. you know, and there's some things that may keep you inside or you may be going through depression. It's like when you start actually using, utilizing certain tools and techniques to make sure that you're always elevating self-care and that's physical health. You know, Mm -hmm. when you work out, you start being consistent with it because you're like, I love the results. I think it's important that also we're on a platform of mental health that we also integrate physical health as well. So we're starting the boot camp. The tentative date is March 7th. Mm -hmm. Is it open to everyone or just the mental health professional? Everybody. Everyone Everyone who wants to come in, get a nice sweat (laughs) and just work out, you know, and go home and be like, wow, I want to come back because I, you know, I feel good, you know, and I want to start seeing results. So I think it's, it's important that you stay on a consistent basis when it comes to mental health and taking care of your physical health. Do you know the location and place or time of when you're going to, when, when did you say you were going to start this or it's in the works? So it's in the works for mm-hmm. March 7th. Okay. We're, and we're aiming at March 7th to start. Location would be North Miami Beach. Yeah. Okay. My regards, yeah. that area. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what is your um your organization's contact or website where they can go and find out or your IG like where do they go to get information? All right. Well, personally, you can follow me on, on IG at AskJeff, A S K J E F F and our business page on IG is how we underscore see it. And our website is howwesee.org. Okay, and it'll be posted all of there. So let's talk a little bit more about the mental health issues in our community. Like honestly, I feel like mental health issues 
um, the victims of it are, is it okay to call people with mental health victims or what do I refer them as? Uh, patient? Like what would be the proper clients. term? Clients. Yeah, clients. Okay, I'm sorry yeah. for calling them victims. I didn't mean that. Patients yeah. like medical. What I was going to say is that basically the clients are getting younger and younger. Right. Why do you guys right. think that is so? Uh, I don't think the clients are getting younger and younger. I think it's been that way. Okay. I think we're just paying attention now to our younger, the younger generations because they're acting out. You know, I think before mm. the older generations, you kind of just keep quiet. You keep it in the family. They beat their own kids yeah. and you don't know what, right. what happened right. next door. Exactly. Mm. But now we have social media. We have everything. Mm. So these the youth, they're using their platforms to speak out. And so I think that's why we see it at younger ages now. But I think it's been around. Mm -hmm. I had um, my therapist, Dr. Delvina, um, come do the show one day. And her and I were having a conversation. And she was saying how... Um, she referred to she was speaking and she referred to something as PTSD. Mm -hmm. So I kind of stopped her. I'm like, wait a minute. I thought PTSD was for like veterans and people who have gone to it Afghanistan. And the exactly and the way she broke it down was how young children go out of their house and see people on drugs, yeah. getting shot, domestic violence in their home, Every outside day. their home. All mm -hmm. of that mm -hmm. affects them to the point of PTSD. Right. Who would like to speak about the topic of PTSD? Um, me, um, just personally, I'm originally from New Orleans, mm -hmm. so I dealt with Hurricane Katrina mm. and before I got into the field, I didn't really understand that I was going through depression at 12, 13 years old. Mm. But every time that I would have some type of nightmare, I would be in front of my house and I would never understand why, you know, I always go back to my home. And it's like, in I never, your dreams, you're in saying in a nightmare, you right. were back home. And I just never dealt with it because at mm -hmm. that time. I probably heard therapy maybe once, you yeah. know, back in the day. And mm -hmm. it was like, now I'm like, okay, well, let me deal with that because I never understood that was PTSD because that was traumatic. Mm -hmm. As much as my parents, you know, tried to shy away from, you know, things that they had to deal with versus myself and my siblings, mm -hmm. I still went through depression mm -hmm. and it still brought me there even till now, you know, mm -hmm. still having dreams. And for whatever reason, I'm back in my home mm -hmm. and, you know, and I never really dealt with like, wow, like. This is all my entire childhood, and I can't go back. And it's just something you I were have completely to... displaced, right? Yeah, Displace. completely. Yeah, completely. Moved to where, where after um, Hurricane Katrina, so we moved to go? Baton Rouge, mm. and then um, surrounding areas, Prairieville. So we still stayed in New Orleans, but, but everything were, was gone from yeah. one night to yeah. the next. It was right. gone. Wow. So mm -hmm. yeah. And, and what do you guys feel about the whole PTSD thing in in our youth? I honestly feel like it's definitely not paid attention to. One mm -hmm. of the things, especially in a black community is when your child comes to you or when you see your child displaying certain symptoms, we as African-Americans don't want to talk about it. I don't mm -hmm. want to tell my mom or my dad or take them to the hospital or the doctor or to see a therapist because I'm afraid of that label they're going to give my child or their mm -hmm. label they're going to give my family. So I think if we as adults or as parents or even teachers, to be honest, if you see certain characteristics or behaviors in kids to, you know, speak about it, talk about it because it's so prevalent now and a lot of kids are dying. A lot of young kids are really dying from it. That if we do more of speaking out about it, I think we can actually save a lot of lives. And, you know, and as a society, I think sometimes we are quick to give kids medications, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. hyperactiveness. You yeah. know, and that's not the case. Sometimes talk therapy goes a long way. Now, for, yeah. now there is cases where they need medication. Right. But for the most part, talk therapy, talk therapy would do the best, best work for them. You know. What advice do you guys have for the parents who are listening and basically have, you know, children that are acting up and the symptoms that you said? What mm -hmm. should be the first step? Talk to your kids. Yeah, educate them. Talk mm -hmm. to them. You mm -hmm. know, it's it's so much that 
kids know and so much so many ways that they can express themselves and I think a lot of times in a lot of households kids aren't able to have the avenue to feel free to speak about things you know Mm -hmm. they're kind of just okay this is what I say do it and that's it and I feel like it's important to have these table conversations because kids go to school I know me to this day my parents never knew I was bullied for being dark skinned because Mm. I would come home with a smile on my face but I would go to school and have to deal with certain things and then come home like everything's okay Mm -hmm. and I feel just as simple how was your day or what did what did you do what 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 happened you know just a conversation Mm -hmm. with your child right can go a long way Mm. and and I'll piggyback from personal experience actually educate yourself you can talk to your child I love that but educate yourself as an adult Google is a whole university in itself mm-hmm. I understand you can go to a therapist a psychologist a psychiatrist everyone but don't be so quick to just follow every guide that, that they give you yeah. speaking from yeah <laughs> speaking from my own experience I had a daughter that mm-hmm. actually was Baker Act and went through it and as soon as they put her in therapy the first thing the doctor wanted to do was to put her on medications mm-hmm. and I said excuse me I'm in the medical field I know let me take a step back and really figure out what's going on I'm not just going to let you medicate my child because what they don't know is some of them those medications actually cause them Mm -hmm. to exhibit Mm -hmm. those symptoms and even worse Mm -hmm. so you're doing more harm than good to your child Mm. So let's talk about May because May is um, Mental Health Awareness Month. What? Um, why do you think someone created Mental Health Awareness Month? That's a very good question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, just like any other month or holiday, they saw the importance of talking about mental health. Mm-hmm. They realized it's not being talked enough. So why not dedicate a whole month about having mental health discussions and about you know symptoms, you know coping skills. And overall, I just have that dialogue with the people in the community about what mental health is because we mm-hmm. need to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, culturally, we don't want to, right. but I think having a month dedicated to mental health helps a lot. Okay. I, I think mental health awareness should be year-round. Right? Yeah. It's agree. ongoing. Every week. Yeah. Mental <laughs> health awareness <laughs> week. <laughs> so let's talk about um, some of the things that you might be doing during the month of May. It's a few months away. Yes. But, like, what are some of the plan- the game plan for May? All right. So May, we have a mental health conference where mm-hmm. it consists of a meet and greet, which will be on that Friday on May 1st, mm-hmm. where, of course, young professionals as well as people in the community will get together, talk about, you know, just having a good time and also networking but also talking about mental health as well that saturday which is meant may 2nd was the mental health conference where mm-hmm. it's going to be consist of from nine to five talking about various topics such as depression anxiety sports psychology human trafficking you know um couples counseling so uh, various topics that we'll talk about and get in details so i think the community will love that because we need to go more in depth about those topics and it, Mm-hmm. What I'm sorry, but what what are some of the responses from the mental health professionals of your organization? Like, because were they thought of before, and now you guys have like a sorority fraternity of, <laughs> you know, mental health professionals? Because I can't even imagine that that profession is not easy. No, not at all. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that's one of the reasons why I built this organization. Because when I realized that there are mental health professionals in the field, but they're all doing their individual work mm-hmm. separately. So mm-hmm. now, you, now we have an organization that's everybody who's doing still doing individual work, but coming together right. to collaborate and create a great event like the one we have coming up in May. So okay. that's why I'm proud to see every, all the ladies here come together because it's really tears to my eyes. You don't see that often, mm-hmm. it, or even black community in general, mm-hmm. just black folks coming together and achieving one goal, which is breaking the stigma behind therapy. Okay, mm-hmm. and so what else um, should they expect at the um, 
at the weekend that you're putting together? Sunday, we have a gala. So gala, mm-hmm. of course, you want to get dressed to impress, looking nice, but also recognize people in the community who are doing great work. Because not just us that's doing great work. It's other people who need to be recognized mm-hmm. for the work that they're doing. That's so awesome. Are there any other organizations that you team up with? Because I see you a lot at the Trayvon Martin Foundation events, right? Yes. Like, what are some of the organizations that, that How We See It has teamed up with? And I see you in the community a lot, like you and your crew, <laughs> which, which I give you a high five for. Appreciate that. No worries. So in addition to the Trayvon Martin Foundation, we also have um, teamed up with Taraji P. Hansen and her foundation, which is the Boris L. Hansen Foundation. And what does what that organization do? So they provide um, scholarships for, for people who are interested in going into the field. So, oh. Yeah, so we're trying to get more mental health professionals across the board because we realize some people, a lot, a lot of people don't want to go be a therapist because the, the stigma behind being a therapist. Mm-hmm. They're broke, they don't got no money, mm-hmm. then there's a lot of education for no reason. So we're trying to change that stigma behind becoming a therapist in general and make it fun, make it cool. I, I call us the cool therapist crew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so just make it more relatable to the people so they want to go to school to be a therapist. Mm-hmm. That's super cool. I didn't even know Taraji had that organization. Yeah. What were you going to say, Ray? I just like to say that I, I believe people should go to a therapist who looks like them. Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. that it's relatable. It's relatable. I have to sit here and break down these barriers of, you know, we, ha- we come from a different race, a different background, a different mm-hmm. whatever. You know, I think so having a therapist who look like you, right. you're more comfortable to talk okay. about things that, you know, you've gone through and experienced. So I think that's important, too, to yes. get in the community that there are black therapists. You mm-hmm. don't have to go see Dr. Phil. You mm-hmm. can come see Raven. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, Jasmine, Jeff, like, we're here, and we're here to help you. Yeah. On the How We See It, do you have, like, a... A directory of like the people that are within your organization, like if they want to find somebody, and if you don't, you should, Jeff. I just gave you an idea. <laughs> like on the how we see. We are it, currently working direct, on that, right? but we have a lot of people on our teams, which I definitely want to promote them individually because I yes. think that I can't do it by myself, but mm-hmm. and I don't want to do it by myself. I think yeah. that we have great professionals that are specialized in different fields of therapy, which I want people to know that. So I agree. Yes, we were working on that as we speak. Like just to like to put their names where yes. they're where right. they work out of their mm-hmm. phone number. Mm-hmm. Their, you, you know, information. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid of mental health because I got issues in my brain. So I'm like, I couldn't help nobody. I'm like, I need help. Put me in the directory of a client. <laughs> but that's super cool. What about the school system? Have you tried working with the, um, like the school system? Maybe getting into the schools and going to talk to the teenagers and stuff. So I'll go ahead. Well, so the private agency that I work for, mm-hmm. I actually have. Um, children clients in different schools, um, Liberty City, mm-hmm. Coral Gables, um, Coconut Grove, even North Miami. Okay. So that's my way of getting in there. And even so much, there'll be, you know, people that work in the office like, oh, I see you working with this child. Let me refer you to someone else. Mm-hmm. Not really, you know, disclosing information, but yeah, letting it be known that, you know, we might need your services. So that's my way of also being an advocate for children by going in the school system. Mm-hmm. That's super cool. And what I realized too is that sometimes people are scared or things that they don't know. So, mm-hmm. be, so because my organization is so different from mm-hmm. any organization, I would say not in just South Florida, but just across the, the country mm-hmm. where we that part, Jeff, yes, say it again. across the country, <laughs> where we, like, across the world. <laughs> <laughs> no, know, for real. No, honestly, yeah. I mean, use use hip hop for therapy. Mm-hmm. Nobody else is doing that. Mm-hmm. So when people you know, whether it be funders or people in the school system, when they hear that, they're thinking that we're just going to act ratchet or, mm-hmm. you know, acting wild now. But really, this is how kids learn these days. Yeah. You know, to hip-hop, they can learn every word to every song, recite it back Hello. and forth. Yeah. And every dance move. Yeah. Every dance yeah. move. They start teaching me as well. I'm learning right. myself. Yeah. <laughs> 
But when you ask about mental health, they have no idea what it is. Yeah. Mm. And that's the where we bridge the gap. So through hip-hop, we teach about mental health issues. And you know what? And, and they probably think that whatever issues they have within their mind is normal. Yeah. Right. Like, they, they don't do. even know that they yeah. have issues. They're yeah. like, oh, that's just the way I've been thinking right. since I was one, and yep. that's just the way it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I want all of you to give out um, the contact information again for how we see it, and if you want to give out your personal IGs or your personal information of where people can reach out and stay connected with you guys. Okay, this is Jeff Rocker, the CEO. You can follow me on IG at AskJeff, A-S-K-J-E-F-F. You can follow us on our business page on IG as well, how we underscore see it or our website, howwesee.org. Do people actually ask you questions on your IG? Yeah. Oh, cool. All the time. All the time. <laughs> people love your DM. Like, yeah. uh-huh. You know, I was kind of going through right. something. Yeah. Right. Oh, I wanted to that's ask super cool. you. Yeah, yeah. Yes. definitely. And Raven? Mm-hmm. Uh, my personal IG is at Ray, R-A-E, Allen, A-L-L-E-N, period, underscore. Okay. Mm-hmm. Make it a little bit difficult for people to find <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, Just you know. a little. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> My IG, this is Jasmine. Sorry, my IG is I, underscore I am Jasmine RN. Okay. Yes. And this is Chanello. My personal page is Chanello, C H I N E L O, Veronica, V E R O N I C A underscore. Okay, you guys, I want to thank How We See It for coming in. Make sure you check out HowWeSeeIt.org um, for all the information and follow them on IG, How We underscore See It. And make sure you are aware that May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And we'll be speaking more on mental health throughout because yes. I feel like it's something that is real. It's mm-hmm. not made up and it's not a mystical thing. Right. Um, it actually is real for a lot of people and a lot of parents dealing with it, a lot of young people dealing with it. So we got to, you know, keep that awareness alive. And I want to thank all of you for stopping by on this Sunday morning. Thank you. Thank you. Your girl, God. Super Cindy, Community Matters, 99 Jams.